Attitude, one of the most crucial keys to success. Today you will discover practical tips for having a positive mindset in all that you do, especially in times of uncertainty and adversity. You will find out the third step on how to achieve real health, along with two foundations for developing a positive attitude. You won't want to miss this episode. Journey to Health is a podcast dedicated to achieving real health in all areas of our lives, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. How do you overcome adversity that has turned your life upside down? How do you get healthy when you are overwhelmed, confused, and don't know where to start? What are you missing because you believe you're doing everything right and yet you are still not healthy? If you are searching for answers to these questions, you have come to the right place. The Journey to Health podcast series will help you discover how to achieve real health, overcome adversity, and not just survive, but thrive. Travel with me on our journey to health. Are you ready? Buckle up and let's go. Hi, everyone. This is Jan Schleicher. Welcome to Episode 4 of the Journey to Health Podcast. It's all about attitude. In previous episodes, I talked about my personal journey to health. After hitting black ice and crashing into a tree at over 60 miles an hour, my life changed in a split second. The acronym REAL was created to encompass the difference between what is typically thought of as health and what health truly is. I shared step one of real health, which is responsibility, resolve to take charge of your health. And step two, which is encouragement, invite others to travel with you on your journey. You can go back and listen to these previous episodes wherever you get your podcasts or on my website, thejourneytohealth.net. Step number three is attitude. Develop a positive mindset for success. Of all the lessons learned, I think this one is the most important. Think about your journey, including challenges and adversity that you have faced along the way. Did you have a positive or negative attitude? How do you think that impacted how well you got through it? What do you think you could have done differently that would have helped you? And how does this attitude about health affect your success? Do you think, I am so overwhelmed and confused and I don't want to sort through this conflicting information? Or do you think, I am going to find the best resources out there to help me find what works for me? Developing a positive mindset is so important, not just for your health, but for all areas of your life. This quote from Chuck Swindoll sums it all up. The longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, the education, the money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. 
The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. This is so powerful. Life is 10%, 10% what happens to us and 90% how we react. How we respond is the ability to overcome the adversity and setbacks that life throws our way. It is one of my favorite words, resilience. It means bouncing back and growing from whatever happened in your life. It is the first of the two foundations for a positive attitude. Being resilient doesn't mean that you don't experience stress, emotional upheaval, suffering, and pain. It does mean that you work through that pain and suffering, and you develop a mental toughness. And in that process, you can make some wonderful lemonade out of those lemons. It's that person with the amazing positive attitude who has resolved to persevere no matter what adversity they are going through. They refuse to give up and are determined to get through their challenge and become a better person because of it. I know so many people like that, and they are such a blessing and inspiration to be around. A very dear friend from college is going through cancer treatment now. She is living one day at a time. Each day when she was in the hospital, she would say, I am looking for my nugget for today. Positive things that she was thankful for. She's looking long term at what she needs to do to achieve remission. And she is even, this amazes me, she's continuing to work from home through her hospital stays, through her treatments, and doing whatever she needs to do, even though it has been very difficult for her. When I was recovering from the accident, I realized I could wake up every day and say, why did this happen to me? I hate this wheelchair. Or I could wake up every day and say, I am one day closer to walking. I chose the latter and believed that I would be walking again soon. I had double vision for 14 months after the accident. Again, I could have said, why did this happen to me? Or I could choose to learn how to read and watch TV with double vision. And yes, I even drove into town, which is a little scary. It is a choice. I am not perfect, and I don't want to ever give anyone that impression that, oh, I'm just so great. I just had no no downs, only ups. No, that is not true. I had bumps and bruises along the way. Yeah, <laughs> cannot say that. However, I did make that choice to be resilient and to bounce back. I encourage you to make that choice as well. 
going through this experience gave me a new appreciation for how fragile life is and that it is a gift from God that cannot be taken for granted. I encourage you to stop and think. Think about that. Think about how your life is a gift from God that cannot be taken for granted, how fragile life is. Here are a few examples of that appreciation for how fragile life is. On Sunday, you give your friend a hug at church, and the next day, she dies from a massive heart attack with no warning. One moment you are attending a concert, going to church, out for an evening with friends, and the next minute brings violence beyond our imagination. One day life is humming along, the next minute the world is in the midst of a pandemic. Within minutes, a hurricane, tornado, or wildfire suddenly and relentlessly march toward your house and community. On Thanksgiving, you are preparing a feast, and the next minute your house is in flames, and you lose almost everything. Or one day, you feel fine, and then you start having strange symptoms. A couple months later, you are diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia. This last example happened to my cousin. She passed away in 2019 after battling for two years and inspiring so many people with her courage and resilience. She will always be my sister of the heart as we were extremely close when we were growing up. Our journeys took very different directions, but we remained a part of each other's lives, even living three hours apart. I spent as much time with her as I could once she was diagnosed and called and sent texts and did whatever I could, but I realized I never really told her how much I appreciate her. That was one of my biggest lessons learned throughout all of this. The need to tell people how much they mean to you when they are alive. What would have happened if God did not spare my life? What words were left unsaid? What was left undone? What relationships needed mending? What family and friends needed help or just someone to listen? If you get nothing else from this podcast, please take the time to send that card or make that call when you have a chance. Tell the people in your life how much you love them and how important they are to you. You just never know what tomorrow will bring. In one split second, life can change or be taken from you. Make each moment of each day count and don't waste time on things that are not important. Too often we focus on the urgent things that just grab at our attention and distract us instead of prioritizing and focusing on what is important. As I've said before, I am not always successful, but as I always say, it is a journey. I can hear you asking, Jan, how do you develop a positive attitude, especially now in this time of stress and uncertainty? It means celebrating life and thanking God for the gift of life and never taking it for granted. It means developing a resilience so that you can choose to bounce back from whatever happens in your life. And it means being grateful for what you have and refusing to focus on what you don't have. 
It is having that mindset of gratitude, which is that second foundation for a positive attitude. I heard this once and thought it was so cool. If you're optimistic, you look at the glass as half full. If you're pessimistic, you look at the glass as half empty. But if you have a spirit of gratitude, you are thankful that you have a glass of water. Be thankful for the water, and better yet, be optimistic and thankful for the water. I will be sharing more about gratitude and resilience in an upcoming podcast on overcoming adversity. Today, it is important to discuss the benefits of being grateful, and I've included some practical steps on how to incorporate thankfulness into your life. There are many benefits to being grateful including increased happiness and life satisfaction, lower stress, improved physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health, improved sleep, reduced pain, more empathy, better self-esteem, improved brain function in many ways, lower blood pressure, better heart health, better interpersonal relationships, lower inflammation, and blood sugar. I know you're probably thinking, how can it do all that? There have been scientific studies on a lot of these, but when you think about it, think about that spirit, that attitude, that positive feeling. It reduces your stress, which affects so many things and areas of health. It improves your sleep because you're not up at night worrying and thinking and your mind spinning. You're just focused on the things that you are grateful for. So there are so many benefits to being grateful. I know the next question you're going to ask is, how do I do that? I am not one of those optimistic, thankful people. I tend to be one of those pessimistic people. So I say do it one step at a time. The number one thing I think that is so helpful is keep a gratitude journal. You've probably heard that before. I actually do a daily journal where I include gratefulness, but also other things. It can be life-changing when you start writing down three to five things you are grateful for every day. I know it may be hard at first, but keep going. It does get easier and it could change your life. It can be something as easy as thanking God for your family, for your blessings, or something as simple as being grateful for the beautiful flowers that are in your yard or that refreshing shower you took this morning. My friend who is going through the cancer treatment is so thankful that she's able to work from home during her treatment. Just take a few minutes each day and do it. Actually, I found this out. There are apps to help you on that. There's apps for everything, right? So get that app, download it if you're an app person, and you will be amazed at the benefits. Second thing, prayer and or meditation. Make sure that you are mindful, actively being present in the moment you are in right now. It is easy to let your mind wander, especially for me. This one for me is a tough one. You have to keep bringing it back to what you are grateful for. Just keep reining it in. Number three, at night, reflect on your day and identify one thing you are grateful for that day. 
This causes you to look at the day and be grateful. Number four, remember life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond. What you feel is your perception of the event. You choose how to respond. It is saying this happened to me and not dictating whether it was good or bad. I found that with the accident, there was so much good that came from it, especially doing this podcast. The accident happened. I choose whether it is good or bad and how I respond. Number five, say grace at each meal. It does not have to be religious. You can just be thankful for all the hard work that went into growing the food, transporting it, and the hands that prepared it. Number six, give sincere praise and appreciation to others for things large and small. That is so important. When you have that spirit of gratitude and thankfulness, you're thanking people for even the little things that they do for you. Again, it's developing that mindset with practice. Number seven, I'll say it again. Be thankful for what you have instead of focusing on what you don't have. It's the mindset of being content and not continuing to search for happiness through material things. It is buying less and appreciating what you have. These are just a few of the tips on how to develop a positive mindset. It is so important to make progress every day. Some days they're tiny baby steps. Other days may be bigger strides. Some days you may take a step or two backwards. But the important thing is to keep moving on your journey. Keep going toward your destination of real health. The bottom line is we travel on our journey. Don't give up. Keep moving forward and you will make progress in your journey to health and that greater journey that we call life. At the end of each podcast, I provide a compass point. This is a time where I encourage you to just take a compass reading on where you are at on your journey. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being fantastic, how would you rate your attitude as you face your challenges, whether it is overcoming adversity, struggling with your health, or whatever else you are facing? Be honest and rank where you are, not where you want to be. Now, identify one step you could take to change that score. It should be a baby step, not a large stride. It could be something with gratefulness that we talked about. It is so important. Don't get overwhelmed. Break it down into baby steps. Keep moving forward and take the next step and then another step. In closing, I have learned the value of a positive attitude, the third step in the four steps to real health. The two foundations of resilience and gratefulness are crucial for success in all that we do, but especially in achieving optimal health. Join me next time as I reveal step four. Travel with me on our journey to real health together as we focus on all areas of health. I am still traveling on this journey and will continue to as long as I am alive. And I would love to travel with you. As I like to say, it's an adventure. 
I would love to help you as you travel on your journey. Let me know what other things you would like to know about how to develop a positive mindset or anything else that you would like me to talk about in these podcasts. Email me at jan at thejourneytohealth.net and you can check out my website at thejourneytohealth.net. If you like this podcast, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell all your friends. And if you really like this podcast, please rate it five stars. It will help me reach more people to travel with me on this journey to achieve real health in all areas of our lives. And most importantly, celebrate life each and every day. Yeah.